0: Welcome to Advisor Tech Unplugged, the monthly podcast brought to you by MoneyInfo, the client portal and mobile app supplier for financial advisors and wealth managers. This podcast is designed to help address the challenges of the 21st century advisor. Each month, we invite a special guest to talk to us about current topics affecting their area of expertise in the advisor tech space. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or general feedback, get in touch with us by email at support at moneyinfo.com or tweet us at moneyinfo Welcome to another episode of Advisor Tech Unplugged. My name is Martha Bowen and I'm the Digital marketing executive here at Money Info and I'll be your host for today's episode. So for the last week, the Money Info marketing team have been joined by Sophie Cons, a second year student at Nottingham University for some work experience and she has very kindly agreed to be guest on the podcast. So hi Sophie, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, not too bad.
1: Thank you. Um, so firstly, I hope you've enjoyed your first week at Money Info. Yeah, I've really enjoyed my week. It's been so interesting to get a taste of marketing and see what it's all about.
0: Brilliant. Um, So in episode two of the podcast, we briefly discussed the changing expectations of millennials and Gen Gen Z with regards to branding and ESG credentials of companies. So we thought it'd be great to get Sophie on on onto the podcast, who is part of one of those generations, um, to get an insight into the mind of a potential future client and how they use technology now and how they potentially might use it in the future. Um, so I'm presuming like most of us these days um, you use some form of technology day to day how
1: do you use technology to help you manage and organize your life? So I'm actually quite old-fashioned in terms of like everyday life. So I'll kind of use like diaries and stuff, but I'll use paper form just because I find it easier than, for example, on my phone, you've obviously got the calendar, Um, but I find it difficult because it just comes up like as bullet points. You can't necessarily see all the tasks together in one page, which I find easier. Um, I do often use technology though, obviously um, to manage tasks. For example, the to-do lists on the notes of my um, section on my phone, I find it useful to use that to see like what I've got to do they have the tick off things which I find useful Um, but I would find it um good to have a section which would group together tasks for example like urgent tasks non-urgent important not important Mm. um which I find would be very useful to organize and also it has been found that would increase productivity I've read um, in a book that I read by Grace Beverly Oh, nice! Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's also technology very good. It's an efficient way to store things. For example, emails, and also I use it a lot um, for folders to organize my university work. Um, as I obviously get lots of different documents, especially with um, COVID since the pandemic, everything everything's been online. So you get sent like millions of lectures, powerpoints, and stuff. So it's really important that like everything's organized on my laptop. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah mainly where I'll use the technology. Um, I think
0: it's literally ingrained in every part of our lives. Yeah, Do I you think mem- Do you remember a
1: time before there was technology? <laughs> Not really for me. Like even at school, even at primary school, I remember being like taught like immediately, like you had IT lessons just to like yeah. know how to like, you have those little floppy disk things, the same yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it was just like literally ingrained because it was obviously at that point, I think, especially like around like the early 2000s it was kind of like that's when you could really see that technology was going to quickly kind of like increase and become like literally ingrained in society um yeah so I think especially also since the pandemic it's become even more important because like Mm. obviously people had to communicate um like online mainly for work and personal use so people have just realized like it's so easy to use and we can't live without yeah literally exactly I don't Um, go anywhere
0: without my phone to
1: be honest no neither (laughs) my phone's usually always on me and it's like kind of bad because you become so like reliant on it because Mm. it's just like used all the time now yeah um but yeah I do definitely use technology but I'm not one of those people that will literally like write everything on my phone like I do like to use paper pen and paper which can be I think especially for my generation it is actually quite like abnormal to carry like a notebook around yes. with you like yeah, everyone yeah. just brings their laptop but I like to bring both have a bit of a yeah mixture. <laughs> no
0: definitely yeah no I think I'm the same as well um I remember in lectures yeah just everyone be there writing the notes on their laptop, yeah I I'd be there
1: old-fashioned yeah paper which probably anyone. isn't as like efficient but I just think it's like I also think with learning and stuff writing stuff down can mm. make stuff go into your brain a bit more to yeah but no, I don't know it's probably the least efficient way because everyone just has to. The slides up writing little notes and I'm there like paragraphs <laughs> and... <laughs> scribbling <and dying>.
0: yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so that how do you is that the only way you sort of communicate with your friends is that
1: just via your phone um yeah well mainly I usually I use like social media sites mainly to communicate I don't really use like texting and stuff now it's more like snapchat and then like we use social media sites but mainly messaging would be on snapchat and then like instagram you'll send like little memes and yeah. gifs and stuff to your friends um and I'll use my phone obviously but only I'd only really like text someone or call someone if it was like literally urgent like I needed some sort of, yes. Like it was like a question that I needed to ask like immediately um but then I use FaceTime a lot and I know that within my generation especially it's like people if they're having longer conversations say you're just calling someone for a catch-up that would like usually be on FaceTime not yeah. just on the phone because like phone is like if I get a phone call from one of my friends I'm literally like. Wow, they must need something like pretty (laughs) urgently, yeah. Um, But yeah, that's kind of I think most people around. And I
0: think that's yeah, really interesting because I, I mean, I'm slightly older than you, but I, I mean, did have do I do have Snapchat, but I don't use it to communicate day to day with my friends. I'm still a text messenger or WhatsApp. So I think it'd be really like interesting to think when
1: did text messaging stop? Yeah, Um, yeah, because my brother's the same. He's 26 and he still text. Well, he's WhatsApp. he's always on whatsapp and he like finds it really weird like when he sees me because like me and my friends will just like send like pictures to each other like all the time and it's like not even like we're messaging and he's like that's so weird like yeah but I think I think because snapchat came about when I was about I think it was around when I was like 13 or 14 that's when it kind of like the hype of it grew um so I think because that was the kind of stage where I'd be like communicating most on my phone like that would be when I got my phone I think I got it like when I was like 12 or something yes, so yeah that was when I like first got it so it it's like new app and then like it's kind of like grown with our generation whereas yeah. like you would have already been already probably texting at that point because you like would have uh, been yes. old yeah so so then you'd be like oh what's the point of this new app but I kind of like grew up with, with using yeah. that as like communicating I don't I know think
0: what I find hard about Snapchat is it doesn't save your conversation so I don't know if I'm just getting old and can't remember what people have said yeah. so I'm always
1: like how do I respond or what do they I say know. but there's now actually the update which has the 24-hour thing because I used to be like oh I used to always have to be like sorry what did you say and then I was like that's really rude I forgot what they said <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so there's now like a little 24-hour thing so you can ah. keep the chat yeah so so there we okay, go. they've updated to yeah. stay in
0: up to date with all yeah. the times isn't it but um but yeah so then with with your phone then do you have it on
1: loud all the time do you sort of are you accessible all the time to your friends and family um no I have my phone I'm like literally one of those people that don't want to hear my phone at all I don't even have vibrate on I just have like which can be really annoying because then I like miss calls but I just like it got to the point where I think also this is to do with snapchat because snapchat doesn't like if you get a snapchat because they're constantly like you're constantly messaging and stuff it would get to the point where I'd get like buzzed on vibrate just like all the time and it was just like really irritating me so yeah so I just turned it all off and but because I check my phone a lot I tend to be able to still respond to people quickly because I still see the messages um but you know I don't have any of my Mm. vibrate or loudspeaker on I think it's quite like unusual to have like your phone on loudspeaker now just because like if you're like working or even at uni and stuff, it's like, if your phone goes off, it's not great. But yeah. I think most people do have it on vibrate. Yeah. Great, as much as I know. But yeah, no, I don't have anything on just because yeah. like, I don't want it pinging all the time. No.
0: And yeah, I think my my parents, you know, they they have it on loud. Whereas I find it odd when they
1: when yeah. their phone goes
0: off. I'm like, put it on vibrate or put it on silent. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so it's interesting that we all keep our phones with us. But I mean, I'm a bit like you. I keep mine on
1: silent as yeah. well. I don't always want to I want to sort of check my phone when I want to check my yeah, phone. Yeah, not it constantly because I think I was also getting to the point where I was trying to do uni work and stuff and it was just distracting me because it was constantly going off. And if it goes off then I want to check it. Yeah. But if it's just face down and then I can just check it when I want um, yeah. rather than it was becoming a bit distracting. Um, yeah. So yeah. No, definitely. Um so yeah, so you use your phone
0: obviously day to day sort of manage tasks and like use your calendar to do lists. Um and also obviously to communicate to your friends and family. But do you use your phone to, or basically how do you manage
1: your personal finances? Do you use your phone? Or- yeah, so I use my phone. I do online banking, um, just like with the individual bank apps, um, which obviously you can see your outgoing and incoming money and keep track of expenses. But I don't um have a way to actually like manage my finances as such. Like I can just see my finances. Mm-hmm. Um I did want to try making like, an Excel spreadsheet when I first went to uni to kind of like budget what I was spending on different things like food going out that sort of thing um but it kind of like quickly just went out the window because it was just yeah it was just a bit of a faff like yeah so is it just the the fact of having to like log in and
0: yeah I had to and also
1: with Excel I don't know I don't know about any updates now whether you can get like that on your phone I don't think you can but at the time definitely it was on my laptop and I don't necessarily always have my laptop with me like if I'm just going out I wouldn't take my laptop No, um unless I knew that I needed it so it was kind of like I'd spend the money out and about and then I'd have to go home open my laptop put my st- the information in yeah and it was just yeah it just like quickly just became I was too far gone from it like after yeah. a couple of days it then became like oh I've got like quite a lot that I have to put to in put it, and yeah. yeah it's just a bit time consuming yeah no definitely yeah, it's just
0: not not convenient yeah like it's not easy um but are there other like personal finance apps out there for like specifically for students do you get taught about any of that when um, you join uni
1: no not that I'm aware of not anything that like I've heard of or yeah. use myself um so if there is one that I don't think many people really use it mm. um just because yeah I think if there was something that was really great like for students it would have kind of been like spoken about at uni and I haven't heard anything um but yeah I think that's where like um at university they should they don't really tell people how to the fact that you get all your student loan yeah at the beginning of term it's when freshers are it's so exciting I remember
0: never having that amount of money yeah it's (laughs) literally like
1: oh my gosh I'm so rich I can (laughs) spend so much money and then it's like one month in you've probably spent like over half your student loan like people end up being so like just like having no money towards the end mm. of the term when they're waiting when their student loans all gone and it's like you we re- there really should be talks on even at sixth form about how to manage your finances and I think it's really important for students um but yeah no there's not really anything no. you just have to work it out on your own after the first term I think people kind of realized not <laughs> to <laughs> spend yeah, yeah not to spend that much in the beginning of the second term but by that point obviously a lot of it's gone yeah
0: because yeah. I had friends who they wouldn't get their student loan um into their own bank account they'd get it sent to their parents and oh, then their really? parents would give them sort of an allowance yeah. for each month
1: well a lot of people do different things like some of my friends they'll spend their student loan on their accommodation and then their parents will give them like a weekly kind of allowance um which I do do think works well getting it weekly because then you like you can only spend like the certain amount of money a week and then Mm -hmm. you know that you've got more money coming in rather than and you've only got that certain amount of money whereas I think when you have it all in your bank account yeah you can kind of just splash it and then be like
0: yeah which does work well I suppose short term but long term it doesn't teach students um those life lessons of yeah. having to budget
1: and yeah that's true because I guess if you then you'll then probably have the same issue when you come out of uni if you don't yeah. like learn about it at uni so yeah but I do think it would be good to have some sort of app too yeah I think budget. especially because everybody uses their phone these
0: days I mean there's always that tagline there's an app for that there probably is an app yeah there,
1: there probably is it just needs to be someone needs to find it and kind yeah. of promote and it, it needs I to be easy
0: to use isn't it like yeah, yeah there might be great ones out there but if it's if it's not yeah. easy to use app that um can be found easily then yeah it's yeah. just not going to work is it exactly um but as, at your age do you think so obviously this would come from a company do you think you have um other expectations from companies in terms of data security do you do you have concerns in that
1: sense um i think with companies like i don't think too much about um security but i would expect the company to kind of deal with that side i shouldn't really i think you shouldn't really have to worry about data security because it's kind of the um it should be a priority with the within the company so it's like it should be a given that they're looking at yeah so that's what i think i think they should be striving to kind of find new ways to make stuff as secure as possible whether that's encryption or whichever like yes. whatever it is yeah. it should be one of their main priorities so I don't think the consumer should actually have to worry about that yeah um but there has been times where I've like been concerned because I've like received emails from random email addresses mm. and I think to myself that I've never heard of them and I think to myself well how how have you even got my email address yeah. because it must be a company that I've given my email address to that's like not secure and has been like giving that email address away yeah. um So, yeah, that's the only kind of time that I've been like, it's a bit concerning because I don't know how you've um, got my information. But obviously you don't know where that's come from. So you can't really like be like, well, that company gave you my email address. Um, But yeah, that would be the only time I've really been concerned about it. Hmm.
0: No, definitely. Um, And how do you think you would cope if you were unable to use technology in your everyday life? I think we've obviously discussed that we all use technology. We all have our phones with us 24-7 pretty much. Um, but yeah do you think you'd be able to cope without technology now
1: I think I'd find it very difficult yeah <laughs> um, I think I would un- I also would underestimate the impact it would actually have because I think you could say like oh I don't need my phone yeah. I don't need technology I'm not addicted to my phone and it's <laughs> like in reality we're probably all are yeah um, I think especially like in terms of the time that would be spent if you didn't have technology like the amount of time you've spent having to always communicate in person I don't know like via letters <laughs> or like it seems crazy but like you would have had to do that at some point um so I think yeah like the the time and also keeping on top of tasks if everything was in paper form I think would be like so hard mm. you'd have to have like physical folders like like a whole room full of virtual yeah. folders for different things
0: um The amount of paperwork that you'd have exactly stacked up everywhere. I know it'd be crazy, but yeah,
1: I think it's so embedded in society now that it would be like so crazy. I think we could do it because it's stuff like before lockdown, you'd be like, "Oh, I could never like deal with lockdown." It's you do adjust. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I think, yeah, it would be very difficult.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I think in terms of like personally, but also just business-wise as well. Yeah.
1: Um having to... not
0: full-time working yet, but I think from this week, you've seen how much we all use Yeah, exactly.
1: And... and I think physically having to, to, for example, speaking to clients, you'd have to physically talk in person. Mm. And I just think like the amount of time it'd take to organise stuff, because, and you'd have, you'd be so much less efficient because you'd have to have travel time every time you went to meet a client and yeah I just think I don't know I yeah. think it'd be crazy I couldn't even imagine it no. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> and do you have any ideas or thoughts about what the future might look like for technology um just as in what more there might be out there it's some crazy because yeah, I suppose when five ten years ago even now we'd think, yeah. we think I can't believe how life is now um Do you think there's any more that could
1: come out? Well, I think, like, you always say, I I don't think there could be anything more because, like, everything is here. But then everything gets invented. So I just... Yeah. I think, like, there will be a point where, like, there'll be, like, not robots, but, like, I think there'll be... Well, yeah, robot-type things. Yeah. (laughs) But it sounds crazy to say robots, but, like, that will do tasks, like, the mundane tasks that no one wants to do. Yeah. And, like, the easy stuff that's time-consuming. I think there'll be new machines new um technology which will do them tasks for you so you can focus on the tasks which actually need like brain power
0: yeah um
1: and yeah i don't
0: so i suppose for our listeners that would be something like a robo proposition as well as having a financial advisor who um who will sort of yeah do all the the hard work sort of thing so yeah still talking to clients Um, yeah because you think this you'd still want to have face-to-face meetings with um obviously with work or sort of with your friends and stuff you don't think face-to-face conversations are lost completely
1: no I don't think so I think it's important to have a mixture um because you can lose the kind of social side if it's Mm. all via technology but I think for 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 meetings for quick meetings business-wise I think online's great but I think if you're coming up with ideas if it's stuff that's kind of more in depth and especially like social side with friends and stuff. I think it's so important to still yeah. be in person because you don't get the same, I don't feel like you get the same sort of, No. Um you can't see people's body language, you can't see stuff like that online. And it's great for efficiency, but I think it's still important for actually building like relationships and yeah. friendships and stuff. No, absolutely. And even business wise
0: relationships is important, I think to see people in person. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think lockdown Just, has, sort of highlighted that you know technology's been brilliant but when we were allowed out again it was amazing it, yeah to it's to see. still so
1: different to see people actually in the flesh it's yeah. like i've met you online but now it's like i'm <laughs> meeting you all over again <laughs> no absolutely um well that's so
0: interesting and thank you so much Sophie for joining us here on advisor tech unplugged um, it's been great listening to your thoughts on how the younger generation are using technology now and in the future um, so I hope you've enjoyed your time on here. Yeah, I have. Thank you so much for having me. No worries at all. Um, so for our listeners, don't forget to follow MoneyInfo on Twitter, which is at MoneyInfoTech. And we will see you on the next episode. The Advisor Tech Unplugged podcast was brought to you by the team at MoneyInfo. For more information, please visit www.moneyinfo.com. Book a discovery call with us to learn how we can help you to deliver a better client experience with your own branded client portal and apps from Apple and Android.